Go here now to tell Congress, impeach Biden. Dash. From year to year polls consistently show that around 8 in 10 Americans reject the idea that someone should be forced to bankroll unwanted union boss activities just to keep his or her job. Similarly, polls have found that even 80% of union members believe union membership and dues should be voluntary and not a condition of employment. Mark Mix, Boston Herald. These are words from National Right to Work Foundation and Committee President Mark Mix is published in the Boston Herald and they ring true. This data is no surprise either, and here's why. According to the Labor Department, from April 2020 to April 2021, right-to-work states posted a recovery in manufacturing payroll jobs roughly 60% stronger than that of forced unionism states during the same time period. Sluggish job growth in forced unionism states was not limited to just the pandemic recovery. A National Institute for Labor Relations Research Analysis points out that, from 2020 back to 2010, employment in states lacking right-to-work protections increased by only 2.4%, paling in comparison to -to right-to-work states' 11.0% jump in the same decade. And people don't just flock to -to right-to-work states for the jobs, the Niler analysis points out that, based on Bureau of Labor Statistics data, the mean after-tax household income in right-to-work states is about $4,300 higher than the average for households in forced unionism states, after adjusting for cost of living. Business experts also regularly point out that right-to-work plays a major role when a company is deciding where to expand an existing plant or facility or where to create a new one. In the manufacturing sector alone, the Niler analysis notes, payroll employment in right-to-work states grew by 9.1% while falling by 0.2% in forced unionism states, during 2010-2020. Mark Mix, Boston Herald. So there you have it. People prefer right to work over forced unionism because it has far more benefits for everyone.